everybody and welcome back to Witch Fix. Today is another film review for I have found another film. Uh, I was actually looking for a copy of Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, uh, which is like a fantasy action film that came out a while ago, but instead I stumbled across Hansel versus Gretel, uh, which seemed like an interesting concept, so I, I thought I have to I have to watch this. I have to. Uh, it's a certificate 18 uh, from 2014 and it's an hour and 22 minutes long. We'll get into it in a minute. Uh, just to read you the description on the back of the box, it says, A year after their victory over and escape from the evil witch Lilith, Gretel falls under a spell and organises a coven of witches of her own. This leaves Hansel on his own in a fight against the sinister forces controlling her and eventually in a showdown against his twin. Hansel vs. Gretel is a fantastic modern twist on the classic fairy tale with pulse-pounding action, a creepy atmosphere and non-stop witch-slaying. In broad strokes, that is sort of the plot of the film, although the back of the box does in fact get several major elements wrong. For starters, Gretel doesn't seem to be being possessed by anyone, she has just become a witch. So um, that's incorrect. Also the fact uh, on the box it says, organised a coven of her own. Also not the case, as we shall see when we get into the plot summary. And what a plot summary it is, my god. Uh, so I have to give the film credit because it did have fairly decent acting and effect. There were a couple of weak links, which I'll mention as we go through. But for the most part, they weren't eye-bleedingly awful. And the acting was okay-ish and verging on quite good for some, some of the people. Particularly Hansel, he does quite a good job uh, at his main role in the film so uh hats off to that guy and the film does leap straight into the action we start out uh, outside a cafe called the gingerbread house and there's a kind of heavy set man who's out for a jog who decides to stop and check to see if they're still open they're not but after he's briefly distracted by a homeless lady rummaging through a bin the door creaks open with the world's creakiest and creepiest door noise and he goes inside and calls out for Gretel, asking if she's there, if it's still open. No one responds, so he just calls out that he's going to leave some money and take some of her delicious meat pie. Now, this meat pie looks not very delicious. It looks like the kind of pre-sliced slices of pie that you would buy at a Greg's at a really shitty service station on a really shitty road. Um, but he seems to think it's great. So he puts down his money, picks up the pie, the lights flash off and on a little bit. It's a little bit spooky. And then he turns around and a mysterious cloaked figure kills him. So uh, that that's the opening to the film. We then get some credits over some fairly spooky images, a lot of knives, a lot of bits of meat and blood, and some articles in a newspaper called The Candlewood Times about uh, cannibalism, a pie-eating contest, and a lot of mysterious disappearances, which kind of made me think that I wasn't so much watching Hansel and Gretel as Sweeney Todd, but um, we lose that kind of impression fairly quickly, which is okay. Uh, we then get introduced to Hansel, who's sort of one of the two main characters, obviously, from the name of the film. He's a machete-wielding witch hunter, and he's stalking uh, a witch through a Halloween cobweb-covered factory, and then out of nowhere gets sort of attacked by a sort of trap that's been set up, which is just a log with a lot of spikes in it, like hanging from the ceiling, as if he's participating in some sort of kids' TV show from the early 90s, or he's in an Indiana Jones movie, which um, it wasn't very witchy, let's put it that way. Uh, he's also wearing the world's dirtiest vest that I've ever seen outside of the original Die Hard movie, which... Um, 
I, I kind of judge him for because at least Bruce Willis had crawled through a vent. This guy's just living in a van. He then knocks out and interrogates a witch. Uh, now he ties her to a chair and I'm going to trigger warn because um, obviously there's torture and stuff, but it also could be a little bit triggering for people who've suffered from abuse. And later on, there are some instances which are akin to self-harm and suicide. So go in forewarned, but uh, there isn't a huge amount. But what he does is he gets a cigarette uh, and he stubs it on her leg to burn her. And she doesn't react at all because, you know, she's a witch. She just sits there looking him dead in the eye while he does it. And then he comments on the fact that she doesn't even flinch. But then she continues to try and like... I say continues because she wasn't talking before. She just starts trying to convince him that she's innocent and doesn't know anything about what he's talking about and pulls the, oh, geez, mister, please let me go. And then Hansel's like, haha, you can't fool me. I have a sixth sense for this kind of thing. He actually says sixth sense. But he has just stubbed out a cigarette on her leg while she didn't flinch. And then he commented on this. So it's pretty obvious that she's a witch at this point. And I don't know why she's trying to play dumb and also why he's acting like it's not obvious that she's a witch. Um, but then she kind of winkles a, a sharp object out of the skin of her back, which is gross but cool, cuts herself free just in time to get shot with a shotgun. And Hansel then investigates the rest of the factory and finds three girls tied up, a la Scooby-Doo with little white handkerchiefs in their mouths. And he's like, don't worry, little ladies. And I was like, he sounds like someone making fun of Steve Rogers. Who says little ladies? It's really weird. But anywho, he then goes to the suburbs to steal a newspaper and, you know, check out the morning news. Reads about the disappearances in Candlewood and then decides to check up on Gretel. But when she doesn't answer the phone, he decides to go to the cafe, which she apparently runs, to check up on her. And when he gets there, she seems to be Stepford wifing pretty hard. She's not wearing the metaphorical pearl necklace, but she is pretty close. Um, and she's just making meat pies and saying that she'll get things in a jiffy and various other things that seem out of character for her, according to Hansel. He also says that she's making Lilith's meat pies. Um, Lilith is the name of the witch, uh, obviously, that held them when they were kids. This hasn't been established in the movie yet, but uh, it is on the box. Uh, but the meat in the pies is bright red, like it's cherry filling. And... Uh, I don't know that America really understands the concept of savoury pies because like meat pies, the meat in them is usually like brown because it's in gravy. But um, these seem to look like straight up like blueberry or cherry pies, which was disturbing. Like on the one hand, if they're witches and they just eat human flesh, maybe the pies would be filled with raw human flesh. Although why would you then bother to make it into a pie? But these are pies that she is also selling to the human public. So you'd think if she's going to feed them humans, she might as well cook it. Because uh, no one's going to eat like a, a pie full of raw meat. It just bothered me. So uh, I'm just going to mention that. They then have a dinner with grandma and catch up on some exposition about their dad being dead. And Hansel talks about how he's now hunting witches. His grand then points out that not all witches are bad. But he says that the good ones don't tend to end up on his radar. So this introduced an interesting concept, which I'll save you some time, is never brought up again. Uh, although I wish it had, and, and we'll get into that when we get to the end of the plot. While doing some washing up later, Gretel then feels a pain in her jaw, reaches into her mouth and removes a tooth, which is five times as large as a normal tooth. It's like an elephant tooth or something. It's really weird. And she hears uh, a weird, creepy voice saying, smile for me, pretty girl, uh, which kind of led me to believe that she was a little bit possessed, as the back of the box had already told me. 
Then Gretel says, after Mason, the, the jogger, vanished, there was blood all over the rug in the cafe, but she just threw the rug away and didn't tell anybody, which seems suspicious, but Hansel doesn't really seem to find that suspicious. They then go to Mason's house to try and find clues as to what happened to him. In the meantime, two witches arrive at the cafe, and one of them sensually licks the door handle, like the outside door handle, which is covered in outside germs. Um, but she says it tastes like magic and that the greedy bitch has taken their sister's place. So it seems to imply that obviously Gretel has taken over the vacant seat of Lilith the witch. The homeless lady outside who we've seen before uh, then gets taken by them. They like call her a pet and just sort of make off with her. And then they meet up with two other witches who are cooking up spells and some sick barbecue. Um, the witches are actually quite a diverse cast. Uh, which was nice to see, but um, for ease of reference, and because only one of them is ever actually named in the film, and then they pronounce the name wrong, I'm just going to simplify it by calling them Main Witch, Voodoo Witch, Long Nail Witch, and Viker Witch, uh, which are their sort of key characteristics. I will also say that Voodoo Witch, far and away the worst actress. Um, she She's just, just terrible. I don't know if it's because she's trying to do an accent, but uh, it, it's not great. Gretel and Hansel then go to Mason's house. He somehow picks the lock by just kind of shoving a pen knife into it, which is done out of shot because I'm guessing the film knows that that's bullshit. But they go inside and find a bunch of empty pie boxes and mess and paper everywhere. Like he's just opened a lot of Amazon packages and hasn't cleaned up after himself. And there's an odd smell which leads them to a bath covered in blood and a dead rabbit with no skin. It's never explained what has happened to this rabbit or what's going on. I was kind of hoping for some sort of explanation on the effect that these pies were maybe having on people. But Hansel doesn't even comment on the plethora of pie boxes. So um, I, ge I guess that's, we're just leaving that there. We find out that the homeless lady is actually Mrs. Klima, who used to teach them in like kindergarten. And they see her at uh, Jacob's house. Jacob is Mason's brother and they've gone there to talk to him about Mason's disappearance. Now, there's also a blonde lady living with him who I think they were calling Lily. But then you hear her full name is Olivia. I don't know how you would shorten that to Lily, but I'm just going to call her Lily because it's quicker. Uh, she's living with Jacob. And so for a vast majority of the film, I assumed she and Jacob were a couple. And then about halfway through, you find out they sleep in like separate rooms. And he didn't notice when she didn't come home. So then I was confused as to whether they were dating or not. But it seems to be that they are just roommates. And I'm not sure if I missed the part of the film that made that less confusing. Hansel then sits down with Jacob and Lily and Gretel and explains to them a little bit about what he's learned about witches since he started hunting them. And he says that not all witches actually have powers, which seems odd but he says that some of them get greedy for um, power so much so that they will allow themselves to be possessed by outside forces including demons and then he also says my favorite line of the movie which is i've seen things that would turn your shit white which is fantastic and uh i just enjoyed that so much i may embroider that on a pillow and just keep it in my house he also clarifies that this type of witch targets the big boys, which um, I guess Mason's slightly chubby, so that's why they took him. And then all four of them decide to go and hunt the witches and go and check out Lilith's cottage, which is what Hansel and Gretel burned down uh, to escape from her. Uh, they check it out, can't really find any signs that suggest that Lilith might still be alive. But Hansel says that witches burrow like gophers, and so she could have just kind of burrowed away from where they tried to set her on fire. 
which is a hilarious mental image. Uh, so then Hansel comes to the conclusion that either Lilith is actually not dead or there's something of a turf war and someone is taking over her patch. They are then attacked by the gun-toting Mrs. Klima, the homeless lady. And while Hansel is just, you know, trading fire with her, um, Gretel gets kidnapped and it takes them an embarrassingly long time to notice that she's been taken. Uh, they then kill Mrs. Klima and we find a, that there's a sigil branded into her head, which is a mark of a coven and also suggests that she is being mind controlled. The witches, meanwhile, have uh, cornered Gretel after having taken her. Uh, they've taken her back to the Gingerbread House Cafe. The Licky Woman then licks her again. Uh, the Licky Woman is Main Witch and she says that she tastes like a killer and accuses Gretel of having killed Lilith. Uh, Gretel then insists that it was Hansel that did that and then to prove that although she's a killer she doesn't kill witches she makes them a pie or just gives them a pie uh, which is full of human meat and the witches then eat it. Gretel asserts that Lilith taught her everything she knows including the recipe for these meat pies which seems to be just as simple as put uncooked human in pastry decorate according to your wishes but there we go and then when they are gone she sits down and you see this sort of spooky old lady that is the same voice that um said something to her while that massive tooth was coming out of her mouth and she says that the only way to be strong is to eat the strong so uh at this point i was pretty sure that gretel was in fact possessed by lilith although as we go on um that kind of comes into doubt and it's only the dvd box saying that it's true that makes me think that it was because the plot of the movie doesn't really reflect that uh, Hansel then drops Jacob and Olivia slash Lily at home uh, and he tries to give Lily a protection bag but she turns it down they then have a boring relationship talk she goes inside and then Jacob gets back in the van with Hansel to be like okay let's go hunt witches now that you know we've dropped the little lady back at the house I don't know how he thinks that he's going to get away with this because surely she'll just go inside and be like hey Jacob and then he won't be there so she'll either panic that he's missing or assume that he's gone witch hunting and follow them but there we go they've also now left Lily home alone which proves to be a terrible idea when she walks through the creepy house without turning any lights on and then gets bonked on the head by Gretel who was hiding in her wardrobe when Gretel then samples some of the blood from uh, Lily's head wound, she says that she tastes rotten, which seems like it might become plot relevant at some point, but it doesn't. Fast forward to the next day, they apparently manage to not locate Gretel at all, and Hansel is at home with his grandma. He gets a picture sent to him of Lily and Gretel kidnapped and tied to chairs. Of course, we know that Gretel hasn't actually been kidnapped. Uh, I also started to question because he goes straight to Jacob and Jacob is like, no, they can't. That can't be true. And then turns around and calls for Lily in the house. I questioned how he wouldn't know that she was there when like he got in, because surely he would have tried to tell her that they hadn't found Gretel or at least checked on her. But apparently he didn't. Jacob, though, does prove that he is a useful part of the film for like the first and last time, because he recognises the location that Gretel and Olivia are being held in, and he takes Hansel there. Then they go through some creepy hallway spooks, they get attacked by various homeless people and shoot them dead, because uh, those homeless people are similarly to the original homeless lady being mind-controlled. They get to the girls and untie them, but then the doors shut and fog starts to fill the room. And one of the witches, who is known as Long Nail Witch, because she has long nails. Her power is also fog for some reason. Um, who's creating the fog. She goes after Hansel in the fog. And for a second, it looks like Gretel's just going to bash Hansel from behind with a big piece of rebar. 
But then she reconsiders, tells him to look out behind him, and then he kills Longnail Witch. Under cover of the fog, Gretel then eats the Longnail Witch, um, which seems to be just like she munches on her neck for a little bit and then leaves the whole body behind, which is just a waste of good witch meat. Uh, but then Hansel says that clearly there is a coven here and that they should all run away, uh, which they then do. Apparently not having noticed that Gretel has just spent a couple of seconds chowing down on a, on a dead witch. Later on uh, in her room, Gretel has a, a weird, painful, veiny arm. And the old lady appears again and says that Hansel can see her, which is worrying, but never becomes relevant because it doesn't seem like Hansel can actually see her. In the bathroom, Gretel is accosted by Biker Witch. She claims that she didn't think that Hansel would actually be able to kill Longnail Witch, that she is still on the witch's side, which is a, a paper-thin tissue of lies. But she offers to take Biker Witch to Hansel so they can kill him, and the witch agrees. The witch then says that Gretel smells bad, and Gretel says it's because she's one of them. So I put this together with Gretel saying that Lily tasted rotten, and assumed that Lily was also a witch um maybe a good witch uh, and that was maybe why Hansel wasn't aware that she was one um because those two pieces of information seemed to be linked uh we then see that the biker witch has been identified as Cersei although everyone in the film pronounces it as Cersei and I refuse to engage with that so biker witch she shall remain but she uses her power of mesmerism to get Hansel to um cut himself and then she tries to get him to stab himself in the neck but Gretel utilizing Foggy Witch's newfound fog powers makes it all foggy. Uh, and then she shouts to Hansel to wake him up. And he then terribly CGI stabs Biker Witch in the eye. Um, it's terrible because after he stabbed her, her eye is just gone. There's just like a flat plane of flesh. Like there's no even indentation of where the eye is. It, it's literally just like a stab wound. Like someone has been stabbed in a completely fleshy featureless part of their body um so that was the one time i thought the effects looked really shitty but you only see it for a second so i'll let it go right after the stabbing gretel then chows down on biker witch on the floor literally a meter and a half away from hansel covered by some fog machine fog and he doesn't seem to notice okay hansel i'm starting to think he's not a very good witch hunter uh, they then reconvene with um lily and jacob and jacob says he still wants to know where mason is but gretel says he's probably been eaten uh, to prolong the lives of the witches but hansel says that regardless there are probably a lot more witches around than the ones they've encountered and that they should try and hunt them down for some reason uh, and this is what confused me about whether jacob and lily were actually dating uh, Hansel takes Lily home and Jacob just stays at the cafe with Gretel. She tries to mesmerise him into sleeping with her and then ripping his own eyes out, which, harsh. And he says he can't do that because he's gay. Which is really weird because surely that if you can't sleep with a woman because you're gay, you also can't pull your eyes out because you don't want to and that would hurt. Surely, like, the mesmerism should be able to counteract someone's personal feelings on the matter. But uh, apparently it doesn't work that way. And uh, it just makes you do things that you would only want to do under your own steam, which seems pointless. Uh, but then she super faintly rips his face off. So um, I guess he's dead. The last two witches, which are Main Witch and Voodoo Witch, are trying to sense if Lilith is actually dead at her house. Results are inconclusive. And I don't know why this scene is here, because there's no real point, except that Voodoo Witch realises that Gretel has killed Cersei or Biker Witch. Hans and Olivia are doing boring relationship talk. 
Uh, and then she says she left school because her priorities changed, which added more fuel to the fire to me that she was actually a good witch and had um, left school to focus on trying to do good with her magic. But uh, I was wrong. They find a spooky parcel on the doorstep done up in like really crinkly brown paper and hairy string because I don't know witches know how to spooky gift wrap. And when they open it in this like giant shoebox size box, it's just Jacob's eye. It's like the size that they could have put an arm in, but um, it's just an eyeball. Uh, and then they head following some sort of riddle that was on the note, which I didn't catch because they were mumbling and they didn't have subtitles on. They go to Candlewood Street to find his balls hanging by the road sign. And then Hansel says he might still be alive, which, I mean, he's missing an eye and his testicles. I don't think the witches will have been like doing this in a sterile surgical atmosphere. They probably just hacked it off with a knife. He's definitely dead, mate. Also, we saw his face get ripped off, but Hansel doesn't know that. They continue to follow these riddles that are being left with Jacob's body parts. Meanwhile, Gretel shows up to see Voodoo Witch, who is initially suspicious. But she hands her a black bag saying, I'm one of you and I've killed my brother. And then she just wanders off. Uh, the voodoo witch then opens the bag and starts to eat the contents because she seems to be jonesing for some human flesh. Um, so she's eating something that looks like a liver. And then Hansel and Lily stumble on her and she and Hansel proceed to fight. She apparently has the power to send gusts of wind at people, which is not terribly useful. He kills her pretty fast. And then he and Lily make a run for it, just in time for Gretel to reappear and try to eat parts of Voodoo Witch before the main witch gives her a text uh, with a photo of her gran on it. And Gretel has to rush off to go see if her gran's okay, I guess. Which, considering what I'm about to say and what happened in the following scene, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because when Gretel shows up at the house, she claims she isn't betraying the witches and that um, she's one of them still which is, I think, as a defence, wearing quite thin. Main Witch then tells her to kill the grandma to prove herself. So instead of just, like, killing her, she rips her head off in a shower of blood. And then when Hansel comes in immediately after this, says, Oh, Hansel, I can explain. Oh, actually, I guess I can't. So I guess the cat's kind of out of the bag. But then I don't understand why she had to rush back to see her grandma if she cared so little about her that she would twist her head off like she's a fucking bottle of juice. Gretel then gets the um, main witch to taste her again. So she she licks her arm again. This poor actress has had to lick a lot of things. Um, then that witch says that she has clearly ascended and that she planned this. Which made me think again that Lilith had control of Gretel. And that this was some part master plan to kill off the coven and take all their powers. Gretel then takes the main witch's ring and assumes leadership of the coven. Which at this point is just main witch. <laughs> like there's no one left they then go to the pet cemetery with hansel and lily and gretel says lilith is buried there as a sort of ruse to stop people finding her body that she has a debt to repay and then proceeds to begin a creepy latin chant main witch tells her that she isn't strong enough to survive this invocation but she is because she doesn't die and then lilith comes back she is the old lady from the visions we've been seeing and she rises out of the ground as a sort of zombie. Gretel then rips out Main Witch's throat and Lilith orders her to bring her the body. But Gretel refuses because she's got a taste for power now. 
Meanwhile, uh, Hansel and Lily have kind of been left crumpled on the floor and he like grabs Lily and is like, oh my God, Lily, are you okay? And then Lily says that she's dead and that she was delicious. And then she licks him and then gets up and full on rips her face off uh, into a an old lady character who we've never seen before, but who um, is referred to as Your Majesty by Lilith. And then Hansel slits important witch's throat, so she was only there for about 10 seconds. He confronts Gretel. Uh, Lilith has also been set on fire by Important Witch, so she died straight away after being brought back from the dead. It, it was super important to have her in the movie, clearly. Hansel says that she must still be under Lilith's influence, and then they fight. It's quite a boring fight because she just keeps using this wind power to blast him 10 feet away and then trying to walk off, and then he catches up with her. And then she does it again. Uh, she tries to then brand him with the ring, which I guess is where the sigil has been coming from that mind controls people. Uh, but then uh, they grapple a bit more and she decides to go in for the choke instead. The important witch, who is apparently not as dead as she appeared, then grabs Gretel and Hansel shoots them both, which kills important witch for the second time. At this point, the cops show up and Hansel very dramatically says, you deserve to pay for what you've done, but not right now. And then he kind of puts his arm around her to lift her up and they walk off through the cemetery. And then the movie ends because apparently having an end to your movie is passe. You can just stop. Uh, so there were a couple of things that I actually did quite like about the film and a lot of things that annoyed me. Uh, so the things that annoyed me slightly were the, the fact that it basically has no ending. And the fact that although it has these kind of clues through it that maybe uh, Lily is a is a good witch or at least some kind of witch or that good witches actually exist and therefore someone in the plot could be one this is not mentioned again and not utilized in the plot so it's basically pointless having it there as are like the, the clues like that that lily tastes rotten or whatever uh, i guess maybe that was meant to be a, a kind of inkling that maybe lily was the important witch all along and was already dead but that's neither confirmed nor denied so i don't know what's happening um, I kind of liked the idea of Gretel becoming a witch after having experienced witchcraft as a child, as a victim, which was quite an interesting idea. Also, the idea of just like the pie shop and killing people, making pies. Um, that's kind of a popular idea, for the kind of Sweeney Todd thing um, and a lot of fairy tales as well. So I liked that that had been included. And the kind of showdown between the brother and sister, I kind of wished had ended in a more decisive way. Like maybe we'd have seen a kind of update scene of what they were doing later on or how this was going to end because it feels like maybe this is like the end of season one of a TV show and then we'll get season two. But it's meant to be the end of a film, which definitely did not get a sequel. So... It feels kind of half finished at that point. I did like the idea of the witches having their powers stolen by being eaten. Uh, although they did die quite easily from just like being shot, which um, was unfortunate. Um, and I think there were sort of enough witchy scenes in it and witchy characters that there's definitely a value to watching it if you're just looking for a sort of a film which has a lot of witches in it. But um, the ending was definitely disappointing and means that looking back on the film, I enjoyed it less than I did as I was watching it through the first time because the ending doesn't really satisfy anything that's been brought up in the story. Like you don't really get to find out why it is that Gretel's become a witch, 
If she was being controlled by Lilith, wouldn't that have ended when Lilith died? It was just confusing and felt like not enough thought had been put into the ending. But um, not the worst film I've ever seen. Definitely had a lot of witches in it and therefore kind of fills the brief as far as the podcast is concerned. Even if it isn't the best in terms of quality, it's still watchable enough to be entertaining. I hope you've enjoyed this review and we'll go and check out this film if it sounds like your cup of tea. If you like those kind of fantasy action adventure films, then this is probably right up your street. If there's any you'd like to recommend, you can get in touch in the usual ways by Twitter or email or by commenting on the YouTube version of this episode. Uh, don't forget you can look at all the contact info in the description box as well as the Amazon wishlist for the podcast and the Listopia list to see what books I've added Add some more if you think I've missed any and then vote on which one you'd like me to read next. And in the meantime, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.